Psalm 121, let's read it. Eight verses there. I'll read verse 1, join me on 2, down through verse number 8. Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. Uh, what a blessing this psalm is when you think about it there, about the help that is available to us. And he said in verse number one, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. We need help. And we have the help in the Lord Jesus Christ. We sure do. Let's ask the Lord to help us now. Father, thank you again for this time. Help us now as we preach and help us as we listen. I pray, Father, may our hearts be tender. And may, we, may we grasp this wonderful truth from the Word of God this evening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Oftentimes I've talked about the, uh, uh, the importance of the hymnal. And uh, I am so thankful for it. I, that's, that was a blessing, the kids singing all the, uh, the hymns this, uh, this time. And uh, my wife was telling me about that's what she thought she was going to do and worked with the kids on it. And uh, it's an important thing. I'm glad they're learning the hymns. We sing the hymns in church. And they're learning them. You notice that they didn't have a songbook. They were able to do it from memory. They put us to shame, don't they? And, uh, but uh, they were able to sing it. And what, what a blessing it was to, uh, to, to, to hear that there. But the, the hymnal is so important. I've said, you know, the second most important book to a Christian is the hymnal. And uh, the songs are important to us. Uh, singing is an important part of the Christian life. And, and uh, not just any singing and not just any songs, but singing songs that are spiritual and also scriptural. And, uh, you know, there are songs today that, that are not scriptural. And uh, it really does matter that it be true to the Word of God. And what we have here is actually the Jewish hymn book. In, in the book of Psalms, so the Jews would sing these songs, and, and uh, we, have, we have that hymnal in the book of Psalms, and then we have, the, uh, we have our, our hymnals at the pews there that we sing the songs from. The Bible tells us about how we're supposed to sing. If you keep your sp space there in, in Psalms there, go with me to the book of Ephesians chapter number 5, and uh, I, I just want you, to, I want you to see this, and uh, I, I know we've, we've talked about, excuse me, before, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 19. Might want to put a little mark next to this. Remember it. This helps us understand the importance of singing and the importance of songs. It says, verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. You know, not, not everybody has a good voice. But we all have a heart. And we can, in our hearts, we can have those songs that, that mean something to us. And, and uh, I, I thought how important it is to, to have the hymns and the psalms and the hymns and spiritual songs. And, uh, but when I stop and I think about the, the, the hymnal of the Jews, the, the book of Psalms, it, it reminds me that uh, uh, these were written by people that faced troubles. 
They face troubles like you and I face troubles. I mean, it just happens. That's the way life is. I wish I could say everything's going to be hunky-dory, you know. Everything's going to be great all the time, but that's not the way it is. We face troubles. And uh, all of us can probably give testimony of that. And, uh, but when, when, I, when I read the Psalms and I find so much comfort from it, it really hits me. These were written by men who saw a lot of troubles in their life. Uh, they saw some hardships in their life. And uh, these men knew what it was to suffer and, and be afraid and, and to need help. Uh, we sometimes think we suffer because the temperature's too warm or too cold, and that's not real suffering. Uh, those people of a long time ago suffered in many ways for the gospel's sake. And uh, even, even God's people suffered still even today, uh, the suffering that goes on. And I, uh, but yet what I find that they, they knew something a lot of people did not know they knew where their help came from. You know, sometimes we think we can handle it all ourselves, but then we make a mess. I need God's help. We all need God's help. Uh, I think about it even tonight as we prayed. And this, this afternoon I was praying, Lord, help me preach. Help me to bring the message the way you want it to be brought. You know, we need God's help all the time. And, and I'm glad that, that he's there for us. But I, I look and I, I find that so many places in the, in, the, in the Psalms here, we find that there was some troubles going on. Now, we're going to take a few minutes and just go through some verses real quick. And I promise you, they're all in Psalm, and I think I have them all in order. So we'll go back to Psalm 42, all righty? Keep your place there in Psalm 121. But Psalm number 42, and let's go to verse number, verse number 5, Psalm 42. And verse number five, and look what the Bible says, and, 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 and ask yourself, does this sound like there was some trouble? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Sounds to me like this, the psalmist here was having some problems. Go with me to Psalm 55, Psalm number 55 and verse number five. Psalm 55 and verse number five. Look at this, fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. Well, it sounds pretty rough, doesn't it? That's the psalmist. Again, we, how many times we go to the book of Psalms to find the help and the, and the encouragement there, and yet written by men who were saying fearless and trembling are come upon me. Go with me to uh, Psalm 61, Psalm number 61, verse number 2. Psalm number 61, verse number 2. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And I think, boy, you know, I, again, just we, we see the calling for help, the need of help in the psalmist's voice here as we just read. Look at uh, Psalm 77, Psalm number 77. You say, well, there's a lot of it. Well, there sure is. I'm not reading all of them. But Psalm number 77, and go to verse number 3, Psalm 77, verse 3, it says, I remembered God and was troubled. I complained, and my spirit was overwhelmed, Selah. There are some problems going on there. Go to Psalm 124, Psalm 124. And we'll go to verse number 4. The Bible says, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Sounds like it was troubled time. Go to Psalm 142. Psalm number 142. 
Well, you're giving your Bibles a workout tonight, aren't we? Verse number three. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path in the way wherein I walked. Have they privately laid a snare for me? Sounds like some problems, some troubles there in, in that life. Go to Psalm 143 and verse number 4. 143 and verse number 4. Therefore is my spirit overwhelmed within me. My heart within me is desolate. Uh, you know, again, we could probably, I'm sure we could go on and on. That's all I wrote down there for us to look at. But I think it gives us an idea that the psalmist, when we look, we think of the psalms and the comfort and the help that we get, we find out we're written by people many times talking about the troubles and the trials that they had in life. And I think about, you know, today we live in a troubled world too, don't we? And uh, it, it, is, it is so troubled. I mean, just on every, uh, every, everywhere you look, there's troubles and problems and heartaches. And, and uh, we're living in this troubled world. And, 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 and here's the thing. We've got to be careful as we live in a troubled world that we don't become so troubled that we're ready to give up. Sometimes people say, what's the use? And there is a reason. We're, I said this morning, there's a reason we're here. God has a purpose for us. But I'm, I'm glad to be able to tell you tonight, when I look at the psalmist, I think, you know what? We have something in common with the psalmist, and that's troubles. <laughs> I'd rather not have that in common with them, but that's life. But here's the thing. We can find help. We can find help. I'm glad that there's help for us tonight. Amen. And the help is from the Lord. The help's not from the government. They just make things worse. But we, we can find help from the Lord, and we can find that help now. I heard, a, I, heard a, I heard a song this week, and I, I thought it was pretty, pretty neat, and it kind of goes along with the, the, the sermon here. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't sing it to you, but one of the lines was this. It said, help is on its way, but help won't help tomorrow if you give up today. Boy, that's, that's you know, help's on its way. And so many times the help, we need help and we give up while the help is still on its way. Listen to it again. Help is on its way, but help won't help tomorrow if you give up today. I got news for you. No matter what the situation, no matter what the problem may be, help is on the way. Help's on the way. Just, just be patient. Just trust the Lord. You, know, you say, well, preacher, what, what if, you know, I mean, we've got all kinds of problems. Well, I know one thing's going to take care of everything. The trumpet sounds. Amen. We rise to be with him. That's going to help everything right there. But the help's on the way. How the Lord, look at, look at back in our lives and how that God has helped us out. How God's taken care of us. Brought us through some deep waters. And, and, and always met the need there. So help is right there for us. Now I began, I began to think there's several different things I want to share with you shortly here this, this evening about this. Number one, I believe here there must be a recognition a recognition, uh, a recognition, let me put it that way, I didn't say it right, a recognition. In other words, who are we? Well, I think you say, well, I know who I am, but you understand, who are we? You know who we are? We are helpless people without Jesus Christ. We are helpless. So, well, I can do, I can do things, and I, no, we are helpless without the Lord Jesus Christ. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do how much? Nothing. Without him, I can do nothing. In the world today, you know, I, I wonder how these people today are, are try, trying to make it without the Lord. You know, people say, well, I don't believe in a God. Well, they don't have to believe in a God, but they're still a God. I believe he's still God, whether they believe it or not. 
and 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 to think that that uh, I, I'm I'm helpless without Him. I need Thee, as the song says. I need Thee every hour. I need the Lord when I preach. I need the Lord when I do my day by day things. I need the Lord in everything I do. We all do, don't we? Oh, if we just get back to the place instead of saying I, 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 saying Lord, if you want to say I, say this: I need help. I need your help, Lord. Uh, we need to understand who we are. We're helpless in Christ, helpless without Christ, and we have to understand who He is. The Bible says in Isaiah 44, verse 24, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, and He that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things, that stretcheth forth from forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by itself. You know, think about it. God created everything, didn't He? He made everything. We were talking in prayer requests down there, and Dave was saying about that they're going to uh, put that, that mechanism on the other side of his heart there. He's got one on one side, and now he's going to balance it out with the other side there. I'm thinking, isn't it amazing? I, I, I was saying as we were praying, it, it's amazing what they're able to do. But you know what's really amazing? A God that made a heart to work like it does. I mean, this body is amazing. I, I don't, I don't want to know everything about it. You know, the doctor says, well, let's talk about this. I go, I don't want to talk about it. Just make me well. Right? But, you know, I mean, to think about how, how amazingly we are. God created us. You know, they're still trying to figure out in space. They're trying to figure out things in space. You know what? God's not trying to figure it out. God made it all. He goes, you know why the moon's there? Well, billions. Of, no, God said, no, no, no. I put it there. You know why this planet's over here? Well, it broke up. No, God said, I put it there. And, and you know about, I think God could say this too, and you know about those planets you don't even know? I put them there too. And they're still trying to figure it out. Boy, I thank the Lord. I'm glad that who, I know who I am. I'm helpless without Christ, but I know who he, he is, and I know that he, is, he has created everything. Isaiah 45, 18 says, For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it. He hath established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is no, none else. I'll tell you what. Every science teacher in America needs to read that verse. Yeah, they'd have to throw away most of their, most of their books. Because it didn't, it didn't explode someday and happen. God created it all, didn't he? Yeah, can you imagine this earth? You know, this big, big place, earth. And God just created it all. Isn't it amazing how big he is? You know, sometimes it's sad, though, the way we act with God. We use him for the last resort. And we go through all kinds of problems. and go, well, I guess there's nothing else we can do but pray. And we have to start out by praying. Start looking to the one that brings us the help that we need. Sometimes we have to be brought to weakness, though, to finally look up, huh? It seems like sometimes is when we get flat on our back, we start looking up and praying and asking God to help us. Wouldn't it be wise to start praying white before you're on your back? We need him all the time. Help is there. It's available to us. So what can God do? Genesis 18, 14 says, Is anything too hard for the Lord? <laughs> At this time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Sarah's up in years. What God said, said, you know, it don't matter. Now, you ask doctors today, and they go, no, that ain't going to happen. God says, but I'm God. I created the human body. And Sarah, you're going to have a baby when it's beyond time for most women to have babies. But I love what he said. Is anything too hard for the Lord? 
Well, here's the answer in Luke 1.37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. <laughs> with God, nothing shall be impossible. God can do anything. Like what, what's the song? God could do anything but fail. I'm so glad that God's able to do it. I'm glad that he's the God of impossibility. And he's also the God of ability. He's able to do things. So we need to recognize who we are, who he is, and what he can do. And I'm so glad he can do everything. But there also must be a resolve on our part. You know, we say, well, I know who God is, and I know that I'm helpless without him. There needs to be a resolve on our part. In other words, there's something we need to do. You say, what do I need to do? Well, notice that there is, in verse number one, you notice he said, notice the first word, real simple. You probably got it if you're in, the, in, in school at all. Notice what it says, I. Do you get it? You know what that means? You. Psalms was saying, hey, that's me. He said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. There must be a resolve on our part. If we want help, we've got to lift our eyes up. I need to do that. You know, we sometimes say, well, preacher, will you pray for me? I will. But you know what? I don't understand this. I don't understand where people get this idea. People say, I never pray for myself. I just pray for everyone else. Well, that sounds really good. But I believe God tells us to pray for ourselves too. He didn't say, everybody else is going to lift up their eyes to the Lord. He said, I will do it. We need to pray for ourselves too. I'm not, saying, well, you know, don't, I'm not saying don't pray for other people, but it's not wrong for us to pray for ourselves. We've got, you say, I need help. People pray for me. That's all right. That's fine. You can ask people to pray for you, but you need to take the initiative to say, God, I need help. It's a personal look, a personal look to him. I, I thank the Lord. He, he answers our prayers. Amen. We can put confidence in him, but it's also this. It's not only a, a personal look, it's a willful look. You know, we see I, and then notice, now don't worry, I'm not going to go word by word through the whole psalm here, all right? But notice the second word, will. You know what that tells me there? It's a willful, willful look. We must look to God. I have got to have the will to say, I'm going to look to the Lord. Here's how we usually are when our problems come. What am I going to do? Some of you are saying right now, boy, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. <laughs> is that the way we are? What am I going to do? I need to lift up my eyes to the Lord. It needs to be a willful look to him. Our help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. And, uh, you know, if, if, uh, if you had a Ford vehicle, and, and, and get over your crying right now, all right? Billy, you all right, Billy? Oh, there's a couple of them back there. Forgot about that. But uh, say you have a Ford vehicle, and you go, man, something's wrong with it. I don't know what to do. You call Daniel up, and Daniel says, I don't know. It's a Ford. I don't know. <laughs> but if you have a Chevy, you can ask Daniel, and it'll be the same answer. I don't know. But uh, uh, you have your Ford. But what would it be something back, back, in, the, back in the time? Oh, oh uh, I'm going to say Gerald Ford. That's not the guy from the Ford company. That was a president, wasn't he? Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Henry Ford. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Henry. And, uh, but, you know, oh, Henry, he knew the Fords, didn't he? He knew those cars. Now, he wouldn't know. He, well, he's dead now. But, I mean, he, he, if he was alive, I mean, he would only know so much. But he knew a whole lot more than most anybody else knew about those Fords. Why? He, he invented that. 
Well, our God didn't invent us. He created us. He knows everything about it. He knows about the problems we have, the troubles that we have. And you know, I, I believe it's a willful look. We need to look to him who made heaven and earth. It's also an active look. Well, what he said, he says, I, and then will, willfully, and then lift. There's action there to it. It's one, it's, it's one thing to know where to look and how to look, but another to take the step of faith. He said, I'm going to lift up my... He said, well, I know there's help. I know the Lord can help me. And he's saying here, I will lift up my eyes. He says, I, I'm going to willfully do this. Excuse me, I'm going to be active in doing this. And uh, he was, you know what that shows me there? His faith. I'll look to the Lord because I believe he'll do something. I'll be honest with you. If I thought the Lord couldn't do anything, why look to him? But I know he can. It's a willful look. It's an active look. Faith is easy to talk about when, the, when we're on the mountaintop. But we're in the valleys of this world. We need to lift up our eyes to the hills. Why? From whence cometh my help. It must be a directional look. That's the hills from whence cometh my help. Let me ask you something tonight. Where are you looking for your help? You know, a lot of people are looking for the government to take care of them. I mentioned that already. Let me tell you something. The government's not going to do good taking care of us. Amen. I mean, I'm thankful for government. I mean, somewhat. But uh, I think there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. A bunch of knuckleheads don't know anything. And uh, just it's, it's really disappointing, isn't it? You know, there was a day when, when there was some integrity. Now there's not. There's a bunch of foolishness going on. I surely am not looking the government to take care of me. I'm looking to the Lord. I'm looking to him. It's a directional look. It's where I'm looking. I don't look for, you know, I, don't, I, don't, uh, I, don't go to, I don't go to the grocery store looking for, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, valve gaskets. Why, it's the wrong place to look. And I don't go to the auto store looking for, you know, uh, a cereal. Wrong place. But I know where my help comes from, don't you? Help comes from the Lord. And then there must be a reliance, a reliance on the Lord. So I said it's got to be a personal look. It's got to be a willful look. It's got to be an active look. It needs to be a directional look, but then there needs to be the reliance. Verse number two says, my help cometh from the Lord. He didn't say will come. He said my help cometh from the Lord. You know, I'm glad that the Lord always shows up. Aren't you glad for that? He's always there. He always shows up. He always is there when you need him. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes we may wonder because we can't see him. I think it would really be neat if we could see him physically. But he, 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 that's not his plan. Because I think if we see him physically, we would have no reason to have faith. You know, people, uh, people are saying about, uh, you know, uh, uh, the new speaker of the house. And he says, I, I, what I believe is what the Bible says. He says, I, I look at, at, at our country, I look at, at law according to the word of God. Well, I think that's refreshing. And they're making all kinds of fun of him. And, and, and they're, they're saying all kinds of, of bad things about him. And, and, and there was some, some, I guess it was a comic or something, I'm not sure who, who the guy is, but he said, you know, there's not much difference than um, um, him and, oh, no, I can't think of who it was. Oh, and I told you the story. Do you remember what I told you? You never pay attention, do you? 
but uh, oh, the shooter in New York that killed all those people. They said that he was hearing voices. And he killed, what, 18 people? Something like that. Forget how many. Terrible thing. And this, this comedian, which is really an idiot, an idiot, he said, you know, I think this new house leader is not far from that man that was hearing voices. Let me tell you something, folks. We're not hearing voices. We have the voice, the word of God. We're not here. It's not something spooky going on. We're going to the one that says, hey, you come to me and I will, I will answer you. It, we must have reliance on him because he always hears us. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call to me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. You know when he calls, he hears. Isn't that good? Yeah. This afternoon, I was downstairs, my wife was upstairs there, and I did this, I went, <coughs> she goes, what'd you say? I, go, I didn't say anything, I heard you. I said, I, I, I coughed. What? I said, I coughed. Well, we're a pair at our house, aren't we? I mean, y'all just come along, just sit and watch, amen. You know, sometimes we don't hear each other. She goes, did you hear what I said? I don't always hear. But you know, I know this, that God always hears, doesn't he? You know, when the little kids pray prayer. When the little kid says, Lord, bless this boo-boo. Do you know God knows what boo-boos are? <laughs> he hears. Aren't we a blessed people tonight? To have a God like that. And then he also, he always comes, look at verse 3 and 4, he will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. I'm glad the Lord, <laughs> he's not sleeping on the job, amen. He's always there. He's always there to help us. You know, you, you know, you know when you sleep at night, you don't know much what's going on, do you? You don't know anything. You know, when you're sleeping at night, you're kind of like, the way I am, I'm in Nana land. I was dreaming last night, I shot a buck. And then I, I, I took my lawn tractor in the woods to go get them. I don't know why I did that. And I'm looking for it, and then I, I come down, and I thought, well, I'll drag them down to my truck, and so I'm starting to drag it, and then I couldn't find my truck. And then I found myself, I was like in a city, and I thought, I need to turn up here. That's what I did at night. But my Lord, he's not up there dreaming. He's got his eye on us, doesn't he? Takes care of us all the time. He always comes. Psalmist said, Psalm 38, verse 22 says, Make haste to help me, O Lord, my salvation. All we need is help. Sounds to me like the psalmist was saying, Lord, hurry up. That's kind of how we pray, isn't it? Lord, I want your help right now. And the Lord says, I'll be there when you need to be there. He's always there. What a good God we have. And he protects us. Look at verses 5 and 6. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the, nor, nor the moon by night. <laughs> he just, he protects us. He protects us. I'm so glad the Lord protects us. He'll take care of us. God's not going to let anything happen that, that shouldn't happen. You say, well, preacher, what if I die? Well, if you're saved, you go to heaven. That don't sound bad to me. Don't sound bad to me at all. Thank the Lord. He always protects. And then he also always keeps us. 
Look at verse 3 again. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Go to verse 7 and 8. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. He always keeps us. You know, always protects us. I was thinking Psalm 4, 8 says, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep, for thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. Ladies and gentlemen, our help is there. We just need to take it upon ourselves to, I will lift my, head, my, my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. Just need to do it. Just, I mean, simply, just take the initiative and lift up your eyes to the hills, and the Lord is there to help you. You say, who's that for, preacher? That's for every one of us. That's for every one of us, youngest to the oldest. The Lord's able to do that. I'm so glad tonight that the help is there. In the world today, they look and say, well, I just I need help, and I don't find help. But help is found in the Lord. Just want to brag a little bit about the Lord tonight because he is good, isn't he? He sure is. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time tonight. Lord, this psalm tells us a whole lot about you. It tells us about ourselves even. As we know, we go through troubles and trials, but Lord, help us not sit and worry and fret, but help us. May we say, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills knowing that from whence cometh my help. Lord, I'm so glad that you care about us, you love us, and you're there to help us all the time. But Father, I pray you'll speak to us tonight all the troubles and trials that we have. I'm sure we could probably go to every person in this room and, and find, especially in adults, find troubles, heartaches, situations that are difficult. But tonight... Help us realize we have a God that loves us and cares for us and is there for us all the time. Father, bless tonight what we've learned. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed, I wonder tonight, maybe you're here, you're not sure you're saved. Well, you need to know, was there a time in your life you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I wonder if there'd be anyone here this evening and say, Preacher, if I was to die, I don't know I'd go to heaven, but I'd like to know that. Preacher, pray for me. I need to be saved. Would you slip your hand up, anyone tonight? Preacher, that's me. I'm not sure that I'm saved, but I'd like to know that. Christian, tonight, has God spoken to your heart? I, I don't know the burdens that you have. I know some of the burdens that people have. You know, people talk to the preacher and say, I've got this burden. I had a man this morning, just before the service, asked to speak to me in my office, and, and, uh, and, he, and, he, and he has a real burden on his heart. And I really felt for him, and I thought, what can I do? But I, I know this, and I was able to tell him, Lift up your eyes to the Lord. There's where your help comes from. I don't know what it is tonight, but you can find help with the Lord. He's there. But if God spoke to your heart tonight about something, you just want to take it to him in prayer. Maybe you just need to lift up your eyes tonight. The altar will be open. Father, bless this time of invitation. I pray that your will be done now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.